Discover the tips and strategies that will help you achieve your retirement goals. I'm your host, James Canole, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you retire well. It all starts right here on Ready for Retirement. and welcome to another episode of Ready for Retirement. I'm your host, James Canal. Today's episode is all about regrets. And before that starts sounding too pessimistic, really it's all about how do we avoid regrets as we're preparing for retirement. Because if you're listening to the show, chances are you're trying to figure out how do I make the most of my retirement? How do I make the right financial decisions to ensure that I have the best retirement possible? And one way whether it's retirement or any other aspect of life, but one way to make sure you're making the most of something is to learn from the people that have gone ahead before you. So what we're going to do today is actually look at other people. And I'm going to pull some examples from an actual article that I liked that talks about regrets that a lot of people have when it comes to retirement. And it's not really going to be the financial side of things. You know, a common regret is people collected social security too early, or a common regret is people wish they had saved more, or a common regret is people wish they had built out an actual financial plan before retiring. That's what the other episodes are for. There's an episode every single week about the financial side of things, but I want to talk about the other aspect of retirement today and how can we ensure that we are minimizing regret as we approach retirement Because that's what a really big part of this is, is yes, how do we design the ideal life for ourselves? But in doing so, how do we minimize the regrets? How do we minimize the things that would cause us to look back on our retirement and wish we had done something different? Now, before we get started today, if you have not already done so, please make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast. And if you have a friend that's thinking about retirement or maybe contemplating, starting to see what does retirement look like, send them this podcast. Make sure that they're getting the information needed to help with that decision. So make sure you're subscribed, share this with a friend, leave a review if you haven't already done so, but let's now jump into the episode. So I'm going to be pulling today from an article I read last year. It's from MarketWatch, and it's just titled, Five Things You'll Wish You Knew Before You Retired. And like I said, this isn't just the financial side. I want to look at the other aspect of retirement because this tends to be what people regret, even people that have more than enough money to last all the way throughout retirement and then some. So retirement isn't just a financial thing. And regret number one that people will oftentimes share is they say, I wish we had traveled more while we could. I wish we had traveled more while we could. Now, this isn't just in retirement. This isn't saying I wish we had retired early and traveled and done the fun things when we had our health, when we had our energy, when we had the ability to do so. This is even while you're still working. A lot of people look back and there's this sense of almost like a finish line. And the finish line is when you retire and there's pre-retirement and then there's post-retirement and life is broken down into two black and white sections. But that's not the best approach. What I encourage people to do is start to live into retirement even before they actually do so. Before I do anything with clients when it comes to the financial side and tell them how to invest and what social security strategy to implement and how to reduce taxes, before we do any of that, it's all about how do we ensure that we're working towards the right goal? What are the goalposts that we're working towards? And that starts with understanding what do you want retirement to look like? So for a lot of people, it's travel. I want to travel. I want to take certain trips. I want to do certain things. And the goal is never to say, how do you defer all of that? until the day you retire. The goal and what I'll encourage people to do is say, how can you start doing some of that even while you are still working? 
start to live into your ideal retirement lifestyle even before retirement actually happens so that you can be sure that number one, you're not putting off what can be done today. You're not putting off what you can enjoy today and have fun doing today. But number two, it's all about lifestyle design. How are we designing the right life before we make the decision to leave employment? Another reason for this is health is unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. So often the reason people come to me in the first place is they said, you know what, this stuff was on the back burner, but then something happened to a sibling. Then something happened to a friend where they either passed early or their health diminished much quicker than they would have thought. So making sure that you're doing the things that you want to do as soon as possible while still balancing your long-term planning, that is what most people wish they had done differently. Don't wait so long to defer travel, which this article is talking about, but really defer any aspect of your retirement that you're looking for. How can you start to incorporate those things even while you're still working? So that's number one. The second thing that people tend to regret when they're looking back on their retirement is they say, I wish I'd had something to retire too. And I see this all the time. By the time you're approaching retirement, you may be burnt out on work. You're tired. You are over what you're doing. You're ready for that next chapter. The challenge is it's easy to think that this next chapter is going to solve everything. I'm going to retire and everything will be easier. And that's going to be the start of my brand new life. But the problem is that sometimes lasts for a few weeks or a few months, but people get bored you lose that structure, you lose the purpose you had, or you lose the meaning you had when your life was more structured and you had work schedule and you had things to do. When that's gone, if you don't think through exactly what you want that next season to look like, it doesn't need to be exact or precise, but if you don't, if you don't think through some of the things that you want to retire to, whether it's volunteering, whether it is a part-time job doing something you enjoy, whether it is travel, whether it is time with family or grandchildren, If there's not something that you're retiring to, it's very easy to get lost and you start drifting and you lose a sense of purpose and this is too common. Don't think of retirement as just this happy place on the other side of the hill. If you don't spend time thinking about what you want that to look like, chances are good you might not be happy once you get there. For many clients, the hard work isn't saving more or deferring more or investing right. That's sometimes the easy part. The hard work is looking at retirement to say, how do I create purpose and meaning in this next chapter of my life so that when I do retire, I can transition into something right away. The third regret that people will have as they look back on retirement is they will say, I wish I had more friends. Social contact, community, the ability to be around people is so important for quality of life. And people often don't realize how much social interaction their workplace provided them. When work just suddenly goes away when you retire, it is hard sometimes to replace that social interaction. This is where things like volunteer groups or clubs can be hugely important. I myself have been involved in Rotary Clubs, in Toastmasters Clubs, and one of the things I loved about it was just the spectrum of different people inside of those organizations. Inside those clubs, you'll see people who are just getting started in their careers. And inside those clubs, you'll see people who have been retired for several years but don't want to stop. They want to keep growing. They want to keep developing skill sets, whether it's things like Toastmasters and their ability to lead or to speak in public, or whether it's things like Rotary, their ability just to fellowship with other people every week and have a community of people that they can serve the community with. These organizations and things like them are crucial, not just while we're working to develop our network, but in retirement to continue to have that social network and a connection with friends. 
because this is something that really should be done before retiring. It's not as if you retire and then look to build this, although sometimes that's the case. Ideally, can you develop a community? Can you develop a group of friends or people that you connect with on a regular basis, either through just a normal social circle or friends that you've had for a long time or new friends through groups, through volunteer opportunities, through different things that you can get involved in. One of the first episodes, or really the the initial episodes I did, I think it's episode 14. It was part of the Ready for Retirement series and it talks about here's 13 activities that you can look to do in retirement. So if you're thinking, yeah, how do I create those friendships to replace the relationships that I have at work? Listen to episode number 14. It provides different ideas for ways that you can stay connected or provide meaning in social interaction even when you're no longer working and no longer have the interaction of people in the workplace. That's regret number three. Regret number four is people say, I wish we hadn't bought that house. And there's a couple different reasons for this. Sometimes when people retire, they move. They, they move away because it was their job that was keeping them living where they are. And when you have been owning a house for so long, sometimes the temptation when you move is, I don't want to give up my home. I want to go buy something in this next community. And that can be great. And a lot of times this works out great. But sometimes a big regret is people wish they hadn't bought right away. If you're moving to a brand new place in retirement or brand new community and you own a home before, it can be challenging to say, I'm going to sell my home and not buy again. You've been used to owning something for too long and owning is great, but buying a home is a big decision and it's not easy to get out of it. Meaning it's not just something that you can buy and sell quickly like a stock or something like that. When you buy a home or sell a home, it's costly and it takes a lot of time. Many times what a lot of people will wish they had done in retirement is if they are going to move, do they rent for a little bit of time before committing to something? If you're moving out of state and you've identified the right community and you've seen it in person and you've taken a trip to visit and it seems perfect, sometimes it doesn't hurt to rent for a few months or a year. Make sure that's where you want to be. Oftentimes people are moving to retirement to follow family. Maybe you're trying to move closer to children or grandchildren. Well, chances are good their career could take them somewhere else. So before planting new roots and buying something, a lot of people would wish they focused more on flexibility. For some, this means not owning at all. They'll sell their home, they'll use that equity, and they, they plan to move from place to place and travel all across the world or the country. For others, they want more security, but they don't jump in right to a home right away. They will rent in a place, they'll get a feel for the place, they'll see if this is where they, where they wanna be long-term, and then they'll purchase something new. And then the fifth regret that we'll see with people who have retired and who've gone ahead is they wish they had talked about their expectations together for retirement. So when a couple and a spouse is retiring together, everyone has different expectations. I'm guessing that if you've been married any length of time, there's been some times that you have had different expectations than a spouse, even when talking about the same exact thing. Retirement is no different. One spouse maybe wants to spend more time with the grandchildren, the other spouse wants to spend retirement traveling. Or maybe one spouse loves home improvement projects and loves gardening and loves tending to the home, where the other spouse could not care less. That spouse would maybe rather hire someone to do some of those things so they could go out and sail or golf or some other activity. Whatever it is, chances are very good that you will have different expectations for retirement than your spouse, even if it's something you've talked to them about a hundred times. So make sure that as you're preparing for retirement, Understand what are those expectations? What are those expectations around how you will spend your time? What are those expectations around how you'll spend your money? 
What are the things that are most important to the both of you as a couple? Talk about little things. How do you divide household chores? Are you going to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together every day? Or is that something that you're going to do separate? There's no right or wrong answer, but the point is people have different expectations. And having an understanding of what your spouse is thinking and what you're thinking that is big. So it goes back to when you're retiring into something, you don't want to be recreating that from scratch when you start. You want to have a plan. Not saying that plan is going to happen exactly how you think it is. It's probably not. But if you can understand your spouse's expectations, your expectations, and what that's going to look like in the future, that is going to be very helpful as you go through a major transition like retirement. So these are just five things I see very commonly that people will regret when looking back on their retirement. Whether it's looking back and wishing they had traveled more or done more of anything that's important to them before actually retiring or in those first years of retirement, whether it's wishing they had something to retire to and having a plan, not just for the financial side, but for the personal side and the fun side and what they want to do in retirement, to wishing they had more friends in that community in retirement, to wishing they hadn't bought a house or done anything that eliminated or at least significantly reduced their ability to be flexible. And finally, wishing the expectations were on the same page. All of this can just be summed up by people wishing they'd been more intentional about retirement. When we hear retirement planning and we hear put a plan in place, we automatically think financial. How much to save my 401k? What do I do with social security? What about planning for taxes and required minimum distributions and things like that? And those are all important, but those are secondary. Those are the things that should be supporting an intentional, well-thought-out plan for what you want retirement to look like, which has nothing to do with finances. So the takeaway from today is be intentional. Start thinking through what does an ideal retirement look like for you? What does life look like for you? It's a much bigger question and even a much harder question than what to do with your 401k or social security, but it is crucial. If you want to be able to retire and look back on it and have a fulfilled meaningful, purposeful retirement, it will take some intentional thought to really think through that. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you as always for listening. I hope this was helpful. If you have a question, please feel free to reach out. But as always, thank you for listening and I'll see you on next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ready for Retirement podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know by leaving a five-star review. And as always, for a list of the notes and the resources mentioned in today's episode, you can find those at the Ready for Retirement website, which is readyforretirement.co. That's readyforretirement.co. And if you have a question that you would like for me to answer in a future episode, then you can also go to the Ready for Retirement website, readyforretirement.co. There's a page called Submit Your Question where you can submit a question for me to answer in a future episode. Thanks as always for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, it's me again for the disclaimer. Please be smart about this. Before doing anything, please be sure to consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It is for informational purposes only.